Welcome back everyone to another episode of a Food Life TV podcast. We got a lot to cover today even though my voice is gone and we're going to show a little clip of Jose's little rant and talk about that as well. Uh, a lot of stuff happened over the weekend. Um, let's start with La Liga, or I'm sorry, EPL. EPL, the Premier League. Over the weekend, let's start with the matches. We had... <clears throat> Bournemouth beating West Brom 2-1, Crystal Palace beating Huddersfield 2-0, Everton beating Stoke City 2-1, Liverpool beating Watford 5-0. Games were postponed due to the FA Cup, which Southampton and Chelsea are now in the semifinals. And the table we have Man City in first place with 81, Manchester United in second place with 65, Liverpool in third with 63, Tottenham in 4th with 61, Chelsea in 5th with 56. <coughs> Alright, excuse my voice, I've lost my voice, it's finally starting to come back a little, but anyways, Jose Mourinho's rant, Jose Mourinho went on this rant of how in the past 7 years basically United haven't been shit, and <laughs> He's basically saying, hey, look how much progress I'm making. You guys haven't done shit. Um, take it easy. Don't criticize me. I'm finally getting results. And moving back towards the right direction. He's right and wrong. The thing is, he's got to be the bigger man in the situation. You're not. You're the manager for biggest club in England, uh, one of the biggest clubs in the world. Can't be. can't do that. You can't come out. And just let criticism and the things you see in the media, you hear in the media, you can't let those things get to your head. You come out defending yourself like that, kind of makes you seem petty and small and doesn't really, doesn't make too much sense. And then you go on this whole 12-minute rant on how basically your team's not shit, the team you're coaching, and how your players are, are not that great, and how all these other teams have great players, but you don't. And it was kind of pathetic in my opinion. I think that was very low of him to do that. I mean, he he wasn't wrong about what he was saying necessarily, but you don't do that as a manager of the club, especially to your own club. So that was kind of, that was pretty pathetic. But anyways, um, let's show a little clip of that. Let's show a little clip of that and see what what you all think about it, just to give you an idea of it. So. All right, let's cut this shit. Um, you get an idea of what he's trying to say and where all he's where he's going with his little rant. I highly disagree with it. I don't think it was the right thing to do. I don't think, like I said, it's not it's not right for a manager to do that. I mean, he needs to. He's got a big ego and he feels like he has to defend himself constantly. But it's like it's normal. You're you're a coach for the biggest club. In England, so guess what? The media is going to be always criticizing you. 
winning, losing, they have something to say, especially when your tactics are really like that, and they're pretty iffy, and um, not that solid of a plan, but anyways, that was a little rant that he went on, and that was pretty pathetic, anyway, um, let's move on though, more stuff, um, they did play well against uh, Brighton, actually. They came back, won the game. Lukaku's been, he's been pretty impressive lately. Um, he's been really stepping up, trying to show great character. Even if he's, you know, he's not doing as well as he should, he's still trying to fight. I mean, even in the Champions League, I honestly think he was the probably only player that was really trying. But that's another story. But, um... They really did have to win this game against Brighton, and they did, but it was very important for them because they got knocked out by Sevilla. So it was, they had to come out and make a statement, which I don't really think they made a statement, but they did win a game, which is always good to keep the fans at least a little happy. And another team that won the game easily with their main man who has been doing absolutely fantastic all season is Mo Salah. Liverpool. 5 nothing against Watford. Salah scores four goals. Incredible player. He really is an incredible player. The thing is, he looks really happy and comfortable in Liverpool. So this is a player that actually might stay in the, for a long term. Even though it will be tough for Liverpool to keep him because I know there will be big teams coming after him. I mean, when you're scoring this many goals, when you're in this kind of form... Um, you're scoring more goals than anyone in Europe, all you know, all uh, counting all competition. It's 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 hard to keep him at Liverpool, but as happy as he looks and comfortable as he looks, I wouldn't doubt it if he does stay. Even if Madrid or some of those big guys do come knocking, which they probably will, because they are trying to replace some players, especially Madrid. <clears throat> but I really don't see Salah leaving, and I hope he doesn't, because he's a great fit for that Liverpool team. The whole Liverpool team connects very well together, and they play beautiful football. It would be a shame to lose any more of their players, in my opinion. But Klopp is um, enjoying his team, playing fantastic football. Another win, 5 nothing. Um, He's looking forward to the future, and uh, next season I think he will bring in some defensive help. They're talking, they're trying to bring in goalkeepers. So... It'll be exciting to see this Liverpool team next season. Um, I mean, Salah's been doing great. He really has. He's he's scoring goals. That, he, he scores individual goals. He dribbles defenders. He's a nightmare for any defender. He takes on defenders, makes them fall on their ass. It's just it's beautiful to watch him play. It really is. This is the best he's ever played. And, um, I mean, Klopp's really bringing the best out of him. And so are his teammates. I mean, he does have Mane, Firmino, those guys right there with him that are tremendous help. So it's always easy when you have players, you know, that are that talented helping you out. But anyways, doesn't take anything away from the Egyptian. He's fantastic. Moving on to some Manchester City. Manchester City have been, I mean, Man City is just Man City. They're, they've already won the league, like I said many times before. There's no, I mean, it's impossible to lose. They might actually end up winning it against Manchester United, which is something that's really special for Man City fans and Man City players. I'm sure for Pep as well, being able to win it, win the league against uh, your former, you know, your former nemesis, um, Jose Mourinho. 
So that'll be interesting to see if they can pull it off there. But Man City, I mean, they uh, they are in fantastic form. They are playing very well. The, the players are enjoying their football. I mean, Pep has a plan, and he's just absolutely killing it. And that's pretty much it with Man City. I mean, there's nothing else to say. It's just wait to see what happens in the Champions League. Other than that, the league's already won. So, But anyways, moving on. To Todd. Oh, Chelsea. Uh, after a horrible loss against Barcelona, they played in the FA Cup today. They played very well. Morata finally got a goal. Brilliant goal. William picked him out perfectly. William's just a fantastic player. William's one of those players that, I mean, for a little bit, he's dealing with some personal issues with death of his mother, unfortunate things like that. So his form was slightly going down, which, I mean, of course, it's understood. It's why, but he's picked his form back up again. He's been playing brilliantly. I mean, against Barcelona in, in the league, FA Cup, he was absolutely brilliant today as well, I think. And he was just, he gave it all he had. He got tired, got subbed out, but he did play very well. Drilled into the defense, put set up Morata beautifully. Morata made no mistake, curled it right into the corner. It's a fantastic goal, it really was. But Willian is a, is a very special player. And the um, thing is, are Chelsea going to be able to hold on to him and other players, and Hazard as well? Those are two key players for that team. And there are other clubs that are very interested in both players. I mean, it would be tough to lose William. He really, I really think he's a big part of the plan for Chelsea's future, you know. So it would be such a shame to lose him. But, anyways, he's been playing fantastic lately. It's very exciting to watch William play. But Chelsea really needed that win in the FA Cup. And they really need, they really need to win it anyway. Ladies Conte does. I'm pretty sure his job is on the line. And if he doesn't win the FA Cup, I think he will be losing his job. I don't see him staying here. Even if they win the FA Cup, he might be gone anyway. I really don't see him staying next season unless he can really show that he does have the energy for it, that he he is really concerned for this club and um, really does care if they win or not. Because lately, he really hasn't cared as much. And in the past few games, you see him kind of coming back to his normal self, more energy on the sidelines, more energy at press conferences, just looks a little bit more into it again. So, I mean, I don't know. His future is really up in the air at the moment. So we'll see what happens with him. That'll be interesting to see. I'm curious to see from for myself even if he's going to be there next season. I mean, it's tough to say he will, but you never know. And... Um, Arsenal's game was, of course, postponed against Leicester City because of Leicester City's um, FA Cup match, which they lost to Chelsea. Um, but Arsenal have been trying to pick themselves back up again. Two games back-to-back -back against AC Milan in the Europa League. They win. Um, I mean, they won after the Brighton shock defeat. They beat AC Milan 2-0 in Milan. They beat Watford 3-0, and they beat AC Milan and London 3-1. So they're trying. They try. They're, it seems like they're trying now. 
But is, is it too late? Is it too late for Wenger? Is it too late for him to gain the trust of the fans back? Is it too late for the players even to get the trust of the fans back? Because I, th- I believe that a lot of the fans have already lost faith in this Arsenal team. And they don't believe that Arsenal will make anything, get anything this season. Um, their main hope is for the Europa League so they can get their, get their way back in the Champions League. And, I mean, that's tough to say because you do have tough teams in that um, in the Europa League as well. So, it'll be tough to see. They are trying to pick themselves back up and they're trying to play good football again. But I believe it might be just a little too late for Arsene Wenger and his players. But especially for Wenger. So, but we'll see what they do against um, Stoke in their next match. That'll be interesting to see. All right, that's pretty much all going on. And uh, EPL, not too much. We'll keep it short and sweet. Um, the problem is, let's go back before we could move on. Um, Pogba and Mourinho's problems. I mean, I really don't understand it. It's, and Luke Shaw as well. Pogba, Luke Shaw, Mourinho. Mourinho is just, Mourinho's always had problems and issues with um, other coaches, his own players. It's no secret. I mean, it's always happened. He's been sacked for it. He's had to leave clubs for it. But with Luke Shaw especially, I mean, it seems really weird. He's always either patting him on the back or just saying he's worthless. I mean, Luke Shaw is obviously unhappy there. There's no reason for him to be there. I believe he is going to leave. And as well, he should. Why wouldn't you? If you are, if you were him, would you stay there? It makes I wouldn't make no sense at all. I mean, the co- your own co- manager doesn't believe in you. He doesn't want you there. You're not getting anywhere near the playing time that you want or expect. You just got signed as an 18-year-old. That's this big, promising 18-year-old that you're supposed to be the future of that club, um, you know, part of the future of that club, and it just hasn't been happening for him at all. Horrible injury kept him out for a long time, and then after that, it just hasn't been working out for him. And the problems he has with Jose Mourinho it just makes things even more difficult and worse for him. So, but anyways, I mean, not with Pogba as well. Pogba, big money spent on him, so you expect a lot more from him. But with Mourinho, the way he's been with Pogba lately, and the, all the rumors and the talks of them having a fallout, and Pogba's injuries keeping him out, it makes no sense. Um, What's going on there? It, I really, it absolutely makes no sense. I mean, as a manager, you want what's best for your club. You need to sit down with your players and say, okay, what's the problem? How can we fix this? We got to work on these issues. We got to move forward with these issues. I'm here. You're here. That's that. We got to win. And it just doesn't make sense. And Jose has got a huge ego. He's um, he's known for it. So it's not no surprise that you know him and all these players will have fallouts. <clears throat> Excuse me. Still trying to wake up, drinking some coffee to wake up. It's very early, but um, we are coming to you to bring you the news. So I do need to wake up a little. But anyways, um, yeah, Pogba's problems with Mourinho. Mourinho's always had it. But we'll see. I'm curious to see if Pogba will stay there next season as well. Because Pogba is a player that has a lot of potential to, for big clubs to you know, be a big part of big other big clubs. And I know Madrid, teams like Madrid, Barca, um, PSG, those teams are very interested in a player like Pogba, and they all have the money to spend on him. So well, if these problems continue, I mean, is he going to be there next season? That's a big question. So 
We'll see. And another thing, Alexis Sanchez, speaking while we're on the subject of man use and problems, Alexis Sanchez has been nowhere near the level that he's usually at. I mean, it's been it's been a nightmare for him. Um, maybe it's because he's still trying to adjust to Mourinho's tactics and plans. Once one day is at the left, one day is on the right, one day is defending. One, I mean, it's just, it might be a little much for him at the moment, but he's at the at the level he's at. At the level he's at, you expect for him to hit the ground running, you know. And he's been very disappointing uh, lately, and um, he was dropped for the match against. <laughs> the last match, and I mean, for good reasons. I think he needs to be dropped for a match or two just so he can get his head back in the game, try to focus again. I think he's probably trying maybe a little too hard to try to figure out the system, and it's kind of taken away from his natural abilities. But, I mean, he's nowhere near the level he should be, which, and he was, you know. So we'll see. I mean, we'll see what goes on there. But, man, use problems are just deeper than... You know, signing players. I mean, the players they have that are world-class players are performing nowhere near at the, nowhere near the level they should, and the coach has big big part of that. So they have to think about that as well. I mean, it's not just. I mean, you do need defenders. That's for sure. You do need a couple other players. That's for sure. But you bring in more stars. I mean, what's going to happen? Are you still going to keep the same tactics? Are you going to play the same way? Are you going to keep your big stars from shining? So you got to keep you got to keep that in mind as well. That the coach is a big part of this as well. His plans are a big part of this. But anyways, um, that's pretty much it in the Premier League. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on to some La Liga. La Liga. Over the weekend, we had. <clears throat> we had Atletico Madrid pissing away their chance of the title race, in my opinion. I mean, I think it's over now. Um, all right, we had Levante beating Abar 2 1, Deportivo tying Las Palmas 1 1, Valencia beating Alaves 3 1. Catafe beating Real Sociedad 2-1. Real Betis beating Espanyol 3-0. Leganes beating Sevilla 2-1. Barcelona beating Atletico Club 2-0. Villarreal beating Real uh, Atletico Madrid 2-1. Celta Vigo tying Malaga 0-0. And Real Madrid beating Girona 6-3. Wow. Nine-goal thriller. Barcelona in first place with 75, Atletico Madrid in second with 64, Real Madrid in third with 60, Valencia in fourth with 59, and Villarreal in fifth with 47. All right. First of all, Atletico Madrid said goodbye to the, any chance they had of trying to even win the title and uh, win the La Liga title. Excuse me, like I said, it's very early. But, um, they, I mean, Villarreal played excellent, and Atletico did not. Atletico, oh, man, that was their chance. I mean, they had to keep winning. They had to keep winning to try to keep pressure on Barcelona. The the game they lost against Barcelona was crucial for them. That was a horrible loss for them. Big three points they missed out on, and another big three points they missed out on. So now 
They're about um, what they're four points behind Real Madrid, or in front of Real Madrid, I believe. Which Real Madrid at this point might even catch them. Real Madrid might get to second place and overtake Atletico Madrid's spot. But for sure, the league title is done. And I mean, it's been done for me for a long time now. But this seals it for anyone that still had any hope that Atletico Madrid could do it. And, I mean, you never know. It's football, so it could have happened. But now it's not. It's not going to happen. They're 11 points behind um, Barcelona. And it's just not going to happen for them. It's not. I don't see Barcelona dropping that many points. And I do see Atletico maybe dropping some points. So, we'll see. They did piss away their points. And it's very sad to see. But the big news, key players on Atletico Madrid and maybe even the coach might be heading out. They have lost a few players already to China, big players. And they might lose their biggest player, Antoine Griezmann. It looks more and more likely for that move to happen. And they keep avoiding the questions. They, I mean, it really, it really does seem like he's going for sure this summer. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's Barcelona, but if not, I think he's leaving anyway. He's not staying at Atletico next season. He's not going to be in Atletico next season. But will the coach stay at Atletico? That's the big thing. If they lose the coach, I think Atletico Madrid will be in some big trouble because Simeone is the one that's always replaced his players, his tactics, his mental game, his his I don't know, his passion to get the players involved so much has been a big part of their success. I mean, huge part of their success. And if he's gone, that's that's horrible for um, for Atletico Madrid. It really is. That would be a big loss. That would be a bigger loss than any player that will lose, without a doubt. So, I don't know. That's the that's the big question. Is he going to stay? But, anyways, they did piss away their chance. Barcelona played against Atletico Club. No Suarez because he was suspended. Um, too many yellow cards. They played brilliantly. I mean, in the first half... First of all, I don't I don't think Atletico Athletic Club had a shot on goal. I really don't. If I'm not mistaken, they had no shots on goal. And um Barcelona was just Barcelona had bad luck finishing. That's what it was. And it still won. It still won the game. But that game should have been five, six, nothing first half. They played incredible. The passing game, the shooting Everything they were hitting the post left and right. It was just bad luck for them not to finish as much as they should have. It was it really was an exciting match. I mean, if you're a Barca fan, that's how you want to see your team playing. Um, obviously, they won't be that un- if they keep if they play that way. They're gonna win every game. I mean, this is that's the way they were playing. It was just oh man, it was almost like a pro versus rookie game. It was really. Atletico Club had Athletic Club had zero chance. They played a brilliant game. They really did. This Barcelona team is very exciting to watch. They're tough. Dembele is playing great. Coutinho's playing great. Messi is just fantastic. Like unbelievable. Unbelievable. He really is. This this player is just from another planet for sure. I mean it's, it doesn't make sense. But anyways, um I mean, no Suarez, no problem. No problem at all. They had plenty of chances. I mean, I'm sure if Suarez was there, they would have had some more goals. But fantastic for them. Fantastic result. Important three points. 
to keep that big gap between them, Atletico Madrid, and Real Madrid. So it was a big game for them, and uh, great job to the players. I mean, they played fantastic. And another team that played fantastic, had a fantastic game today, was Real Madrid. Real Madrid absolutely destroyed Girona. They did get scored on three times, which is a big concern, I think. Uh, I mean, it, it really is. You you can see three go- you can see three goals at home to Girona. It's not really you know uh, it's not that exciting for the fans because if that's the way they play against a big team, if Ronaldo is not scoring and putting him away like he did. It's going to be a big concern, huge concern. But today, played fantastic. Ronaldo, four goals. I mean, this guy does not stop. 30, whatever, doesn't matter. He's in fantastic form again. He was struggling at the beginning. He's picked it up. He's scoring like crazy. Four goals against Girona today. And a very convincing win. Not something you can say about his teammate Benzema. Benzema could not score to save his life. I mean, he had opportunities inside the six yard, inside the six, inside the box. Um, he had a chance three feet away from the keeper. <coughs> it's just been a nightmare for Benzema. It really has. And um, luckily, Ronaldo has been able to pick up the slack. And you don't, you know, you're not gonna get as much mad. As you should be at Benzema because you're still winning games. But the players, I think the fans have had enough. They are looking to replace Benzema. I know that for sure. Lewandowski looks like the um, the favorite to go there. And the move might happen. So Benzema, nightmare for him. Overall, Real played a fantastic game today. Ronaldo, absolutely fantastic. I mean, we are just so lucky. We, we really are so lucky to watch Messi and Ronaldo be able to watch them play every week and just put on the show that they put on. Absolutely the best players in the world. I mean, they show it every week. Why? So, beautiful, beautiful performance by both players and both teams. So, anyways, and um, Sevilla. Sevilla, Sevilla, Sevilla. Beautiful game in the Champions League against uh, Man U. I mean, they played fantastic. They really did. They deserved the win. And um, Yetter was a difference maker. Came in, made a huge difference, scored two goals, got his team up. Fantastic results for them. But the question is, is, I mean, but then after that, they go and lose to Leganes, 2-1, you know? So it makes you question, like, what, what the hell is going on with Sevilla? And worse, what the hell is going on with Man U? But anyways, we'll talk about that in a minute. But Sevilla, I mean, they're not, they need to be more consistent for them to be, I think maybe the Man U game got in their head too a bit much, but to go from being Man U in Manchester to losing to Leganes doesn't make too much sense. But, you know, I guess it is what it is. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, in La Liga, not too much all going on in La Liga. Um, just, it's great to see. And Iniesta, one, before we move on, Iniesta is seriously considering exiting Barcelona this summer. 
your team, but for the fans, for everyone that loves that club, for everyone that loves, you know, watching Barcelona play, period. I mean, it's he's definitely probably one of the biggest players ever for that club. In Spain, period, he won the World Cup. He still gets applauded at uh, Bernabeu. I mean, that's something that only special, special people get. And um, not even not even their own fans usually get that. So, <laughs> um, I mean, he's, it'll be a great loss for Barcelona. I mean, it'll be a huge loss for Barcelona. It's so sad to see that players like him, their era is coming to an end. And um, really is sad to see him leave. I hope he does stay at least one more season and doesn't just leave in the summer. I mean, they, I know he's still can be a big part of the team next season. He's been playing fantastic this season. He's a huge part of this team. I mean, he still has the skills. He still has the knowledge. He has everything. Just sub him out a little earlier or bring him in as a sub if he's happy with it, which I'm sure he might not be happy with that. I mean, maybe that's the reason why he wants to exit because he knows his time is going to be more limited, just like Xavi. So that'll be very sad to see, but hopefully we won't see it. But yeah, La Liga, just as exciting as ever. And, uh, I mean, Sevilla beating Man U brings you the question, like, is La Liga better than EPL now? Sevilla has knocked out, has beat Liverpool in the Europa League, two in the Europa League. They have knocked out Manchester United now out of the Champions League. Real Madrid wins Champions League left and right. If not, Barcelona wins. So, are, is EPL still the best league and the biggest league in the world? Maybe the biggest, but are they the best league in the world? You start to ask that question now because I think more teams from La Liga can beat teams in the English Premier League. I mean, that shows it in the fifth place. Sevilla, who's in fifth place, beats Manchester United. So that's just a question that I thought about that when I watched the game. I was like, I mean, I've always thought best league in the world is English Premier League because they're, they're they have more more team, they have more depth. Their team, uh, they have more teams that are top that can play great. Any team can challenge any day. But look at La Liga, same thing. They can challenge any team any day. The fifth place team has knocked out Manchester United, the biggest club. In Man, in um, biggest club in England, they Sevilla knocked them out of the Champions League. Sevilla is in fifth place, closer to the bottom of the table than the than the first place. So that makes you makes you question a little bit. Is the best league in the world shifting towards La Liga now? The two best teams in the world, in my opinion, are Barcelona and Real Madrid. And if you want to argue who's the third, I think it might be Bayern. And if Sevilla can beat the biggest club in England and the best two teams in the world are in Spain as well, is La Liga the best league in the world? Just a question, just a thought. But anyways... That's, that's enough of La Liga. Let's move on to some Syria. Some Syria. Over the weekend, we had 
All right, we had Sassuolo beating Udinese 2-1, Spal tying Juventus 0-0, Inter beating Sampdoria 5-0, Atalanta beating Verona 5-0, Calagri beating Benevento 2-1, AC Milan beating Chievo Verona 3-2, Fiorentina beating Torino 2-1, and Roma beating Crotone 2-0, Lazio tying Bologna 1-1, Napoli beating Genoa 1-0. Table we have Juventus in first place with 75, Napoli in second place with 73, Roma in third with 59, Inter in fourth with 55, uh, 55, and Lazio in fifth with 54. Um, shocking result. I mean, I couldn't believe Juventus tied Spall 0 0. Couldn't believe it at all. It made. Uh, I'm still shocked about it. I mean, I honestly thought that they wouldn't slip points yet. Maybe towards, maybe at the end, they'll slip a point or two or three. But I didn't think it would be against Paul. That's for sure. But they did. I mean, this is football. That's the thing. This is football. You can never count on it. You really can't. And uh, Napoli, they won the game to try to keep pressure on them now. Now Napoli is the one doing the chasing on Juventus. Juventus is the one that, ha- that cannot afford mistakes now. Two points behind Napoli. If they lose a game and Napoli wins, Napoli is back on top. This is the beautiful game. This is the beautiful part about the game you want to see. When teams like, like these are neck and neck, just fighting for the top. And um, it even makes it more interesting when the teams are dropping points. And you never know now. Now you never know. Juve might lose their next game. They might lose two games. Napoli might win all their games. They might lose two games. You never know. That's what makes it so exciting. At any day, anything can happen. But they're playing fantastic. I mean, both teams are playing fantastic, in my opinion. They're both in great form. They really are. Juve has a tough, tough match coming up against Real Madrid. But um, I don't know. Maybe that was, that's the reason. That Maybe that was a distraction. Their thought maybe was on that, which was a mistake because they still have to focus on the Serie A title. Napoli is right behind them, and they cannot afford to lose any points. So they have to stay focused. But Inter, huge game, huge win for Inter, beating Sampdoria 5-0. And Icardi just had an absolutely brilliant game. He really did. I mean, he's a great player. I really like Icardi. I think he's still young. He has some growth to do. He... The right coach can make him a better player, can make him work harder. He needs probably a little more discipline. But, I mean, the Inter fans aren't really behind him and he's playing fantastic. Imagine if he was somewhere that the fans were behind him, the club was behind him. The club is behind him and Inter, but the fans really aren't behind him. So, I, I mean, he's still scoring a lot of goals. He's trying to win the fans. But I think elsewhere he would do fantastic. I think he would be better off leaving Inter. And with clubs like Real Madrid interested and big clubs in, um, in England interested, it would be tough to keep him. I mean, deserves to, he deserves more, definitely. Now, his personality might might be shit, but we're talking about football here. So, But anyways, yeah, he had a fantastic match. Um, played great. He really did. And Rafinha has been enjoying himself at Inter as well. And it's good to see. It really is. I, I enjoy it. Rafinha was a player who wasn't getting as much of a chance as he should. 
at Barcelona, and now at Inter he is. Hopefully when he goes back to Barca, he'll be ready to be one of the main starters because he really is a fantastic player, him and his brother, both. So, But anyways, that's pretty much all that's going on in Syria. Not too much going on in the Syria, I mean, except for the fact that Juventus and Napoli are going going at it, going at it, going at it. That's beautiful. But anyways, let's move on to some Bundesliga. Over the weekend, we had Stuttgart beating for about 2-1. Hoffenheim time, Borussia Gladbach 3-3. Frankfurt beating Mainz 3-0. Bremen beating Augsburg 3-1. Berlin beating Hamburger 2-1. Wolf, Schalke beating Wolfsburg 1-0. Borussia Dortmund beating Hanover 1-0. Colton beating Leverkusen 2-0. And Leipzig beating Bayern Munich 2-1. Table, we have Bayern in first place with 66 Schalke in second with 49, Dortmund in third with 48, Frankfurt in fourth with 45, Bayern Leverkusen in fifth with 44. Pretty close, pretty close. I was not expecting Bayern to lose, but that's what you never know in football. Bayern, still going to win the game, doesn't matter. It's um, Nothing's changed. They lose a game, they lose a game. Not one thing has changed. Still going to win the league. Still going to be one of the top contenders in the Champions League. Still going to be Bayern Munich. Main thing that the Bayern, I mean, Bayern's news is who's going to, who's going to replace the coach. The coach has said Tuchel will be a good, good replacement, but nothing is finalized yet, which nothing will be finalized yet. I mean, of course, they're not going to announce it yet. I'm sure they have the plan, and I'm sure they're begging this coach to stay. I mean, this coach is a godsend for these for Bayern, and um, I'm sure they're trying everything they can to make him stay. But I th- he just doesn't want to do it. He does not want the stress and the headache. He likes the retired life, and he wants to enjoy his life. It's good for him. I mean, he deserves it. Wouldn't it be incredible if he leaves with winning the Champions League, the league, and everything? I mean, that would be a big. Big way to be like, oh, I came back to a team that was struggling. Won everything again. Now I'm leaving again. It'll be nice, but I don't think they, they'll win the Champions League. Um, I do think they will make it to the final. I think um, my guess is final will be Barcelona and Bayern. That would be a very good final to watch. I will re- That would be a very good game to see. Any fan will enjoy it. Both, both the teams are in fantastic form. Both playing beautiful football. It'll be just a fantastic match to see. So that's my opinion. But not that much going on in uh, Bundesliga, except for that, for the fact that Bayern lost to uh, Leipzig. I mean, Leipzig played fantastic. They really did. So, anyways, let's move on. There's not much else to say about. Oh, before we move on, Lewandowski. A lot of talks of him going to Madrid. I mean, that looks like it might happen. 
with Madrid wanting to replace Benzema, who better than Lewandowski? I do I don't know how much money Bayern will be wanting to get for him, but the rumors are around sixty three million. Lewandowski is what, thirty, thirty one? So you have to keep your costs at a fair level if you're buying a player that age. But I believe he does have a few more years at least of just top, top class football in him. And I think he will be a big, big, big help to uh, Real Madrid, who are really struggling that number nine up there. They really are missing that number nine. Their number nine is struggling big time. So it'll be a great, great fit for them, I believe. And I think Ronaldo will enjoy playing with them as well. Um... But Ronaldo might not be there next season, so that's a whole other thing. But anyways, yeah, Bayern Munich can, are on the verge of losing Lewandowski if he goes. Vidal might be going. Lewandowski might be going. Ribery and Robin are pretty much done. <sighs> Bayern is going to have to have some serious thoughts about their future. They really do. Coaching-wise, players-wise, and everything. But I'm sure they'll figure it out. They always have. It's Bayern Munich, for God's sakes. They're a fantastic club. Huge club. So, wouldn't be surprised if they replace everybody like that and play just like they always have. Big club, fantastic club. All right, anyways, let's move on to some seri- to some League One, last but not least. Over the weekend, Monaco beat Lille 2-1, Rennes beat Borough 2-0. Toulouse beating Strasbourg 2-2, or tied Strasbourg 2-2. Montpellier tied Dijon 2-2. Hungers beat Kane 3-0. Amiens tied Troyes 1-1. PSG beat Nice 2-1. Mets tied Nenis 1-1. Saint-Étienne beat Wagamp 2-0. And Lyon beat Marseille 3-2. Table PSG in first with 83. Monaco in second with 66. Marseille third 59. Leon fourth, fifty-seven. Rennes fifth, fifth, forty-five. What is there to say there? PSG's won. They're they've won. Struggling in the Champions League. Struggling to keep Neymar fit. Probably struggling to keep Neymar. Period. And now with the rumors coming out that Neymar is demanding one million a week for his wages. To stay at PSG is absolutely ridiculous. One million a week. Every single week, you get a paycheck of one million euros, I'm sure. Maybe pounds, but I'm sure euros. One million euros every week. That's why he's demanding to stay in Paris. I mean, he does. He, the exit looks close. Exit looks close unless they do pay him, which I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. The owner is filthy rich. The owner has got more money than anything. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me one bit if he does say, okay, I'll pay you one, a million a week. Just stay. Keep playing. Win me the Champions League. You have to guarantee, you know, guarantee me the Champions League. I mean, if you're paying someone a million a week, he better deliver a Champions League trophy. I don't even care about the rest of the players. He better. But... I mean, that's high demands, and uh, it shows you that Neymar really is wanting to leave. He really does want an exit, if all these rumors are true about him demanding the million wage and all this other ridiculous stuff. But they're struggling to keep him, and another player they're struggling to keep really is Verratti. Verratti, there's a lot of rumors. uh, He wants an exit. He wants to leave. 
Verratti, Pastore, these are players that want to go. They want out. Will PS should be able to keep them? I mean, I think they're seeing the project is not really working out like they were, they were told. And I think it's just messing up the whole plan for them. I think they do all want to exit. I really don't think they're rumors. I think this is actual facts that they really want out of this team. But anyways, um, some other things that were said about them. Balotelli, in an interview, said that basically PSG doesn't buy teams. I mean, you can't buy teams. You just bought a bunch of individual players that don't play like teams, you know? So they're great players, but if they're not a team, what good is it? Which is absolutely right. I mean, they're not. We've always said this. They're not a team. They need to build a team more than just bringing a bunch of individual stars who thinks they're the big guys on campus, you know? And, I mean, bringing in Neymar, his first season there, he's acting like he owns the team, clashing with the big biggest um, forward that, they ha- that PSG has. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. There's a little thing called respect that he has zero of. He walks I'm the man. You guys will do what I say. If I want to take free kicks, if I want to take penalties, I'll do that. If I want something my way, that's how it's going to be. And that's not how you make a team. That is not how you make a team at all. And that's, Balotelli is absolutely right. And uh, speaking of Balotelli, he might be heading for an exit as well, leaving Nice, and that would be a big, big loss for them because he has been performing very well for them. He really has. This season has been playing great for that club. So where will he go? There's no telling. He's played in so many different clubs. I mean, where is his next destination? Let us know. Let us know what you think, where he's going next. But, anyways, not much more going on in League One. That's pretty much it. PSG cannot buy a team. That's sad. Really is sad. But, anyways... That's pretty much it with everything. Um, before we go, let's go over the Champions League games that just happened during the week. <coughs> Excuse me. We had... Um, we had Sevilla knocking out Manchester United 2-1. Roma beating Shakhtar 1-0 to go through. Bayern Munich beating Besiktas 3-1. Barcelona beating Chelsea 3-0. And um, Sevilla, Roma, Bayern, Barcelona are the next four up. So, that will be exciting. And the next matches have already been decided. Juventus versus Real Madrid. Sevilla versus Bayern Munich. Liverpool versus Manchester City. Barcelona versus Roma. That is going to be lovely. Oh, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. But anyways, um, Chelsea, they came out. They tried to play their game. They're a little unfortunate. But Barcelona was just too much, way too much. And Messi was just way too much. Messi took charge of the game. Second minute of the game scored. Had an absolutely brilliant game. Dembele had a fantastic game. Suarez had a brilliant game as well. They played beautiful football. They really did. They destroyed Chelsea. And that wasn't even at their best. That was not even at their best. But that goes to show you how dangerous Barcelona really are. So that would really be interesting to see. 
what happens after Roma. I do believe Barcelona will beat Roma. I don't think they'll struggle with Roma. I think Barcelona will go through. Um, I think the good the match to look out for is definitely going to be Juventus and Real Madrid. Juventus, the ones that are coming up. Sorry, we're not talking about the ones that just passed anymore. Um, the games that are coming up. I think Juventus and Real Madrid is going to be the big one to watch. Because Juventus want the revenge. They want that revenge. They want the payback against Real Madrid. They do. They've beat Real Madrid. They've knocked out Real Madrid before. But in the final, Real Madrid got their way. And um, Juventus just couldn't keep up. But I'm sure Allegri wants revenge. And I'm sure the players also do too. And they have the players to cause Real Madrid big problems. But it's always tough to beat Real Madrid in the Champions League. So, we'll see. But... That would be a great match to see. But yeah, that's um, those are the matches that are coming up in the Champions League, and those are the matches that just happened in the Champions League. And it's just it's crazy to see Sevilla knocking out, uh, knocking out Manchester United. And then in the rant that we showed earlier, basically uh, Mourinho was saying, "Look, oh Sevilla is the top player. Like, there's a bunch of their players that will definitely fit into my first team." And all this BS, but eh, it doesn't matter. Anyways, that's all it is. That's our show. Thank you all for joining us. If you haven't, please do subscribe. And if you're not following us, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, SoundCloud, iTunes, YouTube, and Facebook at FootLife TV. All right? And we will start the outdoor videos very soon. And we will do some more giveaways probably in the next few episodes. And we are going to start showing some highlights of games and some highlights of other things as well. And some cool videos that we're going to put together for you all to enjoy on the channel. So, please stay tuned and subscribe. Thank you all for joining us. We'll see you next time.